Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 16. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to break generational curses. And this is such an important topic because every single family, every single person across the world, regardless of your background, ethnicity, country, has something they've been through in their family, whether it's people losing their life, health issues, financial issues, addictions, you know, all types of things that happen in people's families. And one of the hardest things to actually do is to break a generational curse, meaning some some issue that has continued throughout generations of your family um, and you being the person to break it and to change, you know, your family forever. And I'm going to be discussing a couple different things. I'm going to tell a quick story about my own childhood and, and how I saw someone he actually make a small difference in my family that I think will go into generations. And then I kind of want to discuss how I changed it in my life and ways that you can implement it into yours. And this is in your finances, your personal life, whatever the case, whatever it's plug and play, I would say, um, in, in that essence. Right. So, so growing up, obviously I'm from, from Houston, Texas, and I grew up in, in a home, amazing, amazing parents that loved us. They do anything for us. And that I consider myself just so blessed. But at the same time, there was a lot of strife in my home, a lot of arguing, yelling, screaming, conflict, just not always, but a, a good majority of my, my childhood. And I can remember thinking back into like elementary and middle school. And, you know, one of my parents would usually wake up me and my brother for, for school to catch the bus. And like I said, there was a lot of conflict. And so many mornings we were woken up with yelling and screaming and arguing between people and screaming and just massive, massive conflict. And no matter who you are, how old you are, you know, starting your day like that a majority of the week with conflict and screaming is not a good way to start your day. You know, it doesn't set you off on the right foot whatsoever. And I think what kind of caused this is, so back in 2008 in, in the United States, but this affected a lot of people globally, was the recession, which was the biggest recession since, you know, the Great Depression back in the 30s. And there was massive layoffs, economic loss, you know, job loss, people, you know, were put in these massive, massive, you know, bad situations. And my dad at the time had worked for a company and they unfortunately laid him off. And we suddenly got put in a really bad situation where we were facing, you know, financial hardship. And that kind of pushed the conflict even worse. And it's like I said, we'd wake up and there'd be this yelling and screaming and all these different things. And my mom is a very tough woman. She's always been a super positive person and always kind of like the ingrained that into me and my brother. And this what's so interesting about it even though for years and years and years, there was all of this strife and all this yelling and all this conflict early on in the morning, starting off right before we go to school, my mom woke up one day and said, you know what? We will never have this in my family again. We will wake up to peace and happiness every single morning, no matter what. I am waking up the, the boys every single day and we will never have this in my family again. She made that decision one day. She had enough. And from that day, I kid you not, there was never arguments. There was never yelling. There was never issues 
every single day, never again. Now, it didn't happen one more time. And I think just because of that decision that she made, probably changed generations to come forever being in situations like that. Because I can tell you, I grew up with that, right? My brother did. But since she put a stop to it, I guarantee in me and my brother's homes, when we have big families, that will never happen. In our kids' families down the line, 50 years from now, however far, they won't be going through that. Just because my mom woke up one day and made the decision that she would not tolerate that and it will never happen in her family again. Because she made that one decision and changed the way she thought and and her actions and set the standard in my family, it stopped that strife and that anger and that, that back and forth arguing stuff that was happening pretty much every day in my life from ever happening again during those times. And that was so essential, I think, to kind of starting the the path for me changing the way I think and my brother and helping us become successful. And that's kind of my main point of this is everybody has something that they've gone through and they've been through in their family and way, probably way more difficult than maybe I have. But this is the thing. Out of all these families that became successful and they, they, you know, receive prosperity, not just, I'm not talking financially necessarily, but happiness in their families and, and success and well-being was typically because one person made a decision that no one else made. And if you look at people's lives and you study psychology and the way humans work, many times if you study the suicide and the way it happens, I read um, just this week that if a person in a family commits suicide, their kids are 2.5 times more likely to commit suicide. And how unfortunate that is. Think of that. But why is that the case? It's because when you grew up, right, no matter where, what country you're from, no matter how much money necessarily your family has, you're simply being conditioned every day to a certain lifestyle, a certain way of communicating, a certain way of thinking. And breaking those molds that were set by your family is so difficult regardless of how talented you are. So if you grew up seeing things like that, it's going to greatly affect your psychology and the way that you think. And the way to change this is you first have to make a decision. Not a hope, not a wish, not a goal, but a firm, decisive decision that whatever's happened in your life in your family's life, in different generations, it will not only end, but you will change the course of your your family for generations to come. And this could be anything. And it starts with that decision. It starts with sticking that, being tough, and changing the way you make decisions and the way you move from that day moving forward. You have to become the catalyst and the leader of your family and lead that charge because you can wish and hope all you want. But at the end of the day, it's going to be hard to change the culture of your family and the environment you're in unless someone takes charge and starts modeling what you want to replicate in your family, in your community, and in your environment. And so growing up, I I saw my mom change that. And 
while it seems so small, maybe talking about it now, I, I think it was starting the trickle down effect of me and my brother and hopefully generations that come after us to change not only our lives, but the people around themselves so they can have a better life. Um, whether that's people that, that work with me, um, that I communicate with, or maybe just listen to things like this. And so it starts with one person in your family doing this. So growing up, I always, you know, while I never missed a meal, and I think I always have a competitive edge because of that, where I had parents that would invest in me and believe in me and do anything to make sure we could do the things we wanted to do. I never grew up with wealth. I never grew up with a mom or dad that could just cut me a check for tons of money so I could go do something. I did everything self-funded fully. But what they did equip me with is the ability to think for myself, believe in myself, and challenge the status quo. And that was the best gift they gave me. But even with that, which was amazing, I never saw someone that was just self-made, multi-gajillionaire, right? My parents for sure laid the groundwork and moved the family forward to a point. But how was I going to be the person with no connections, no, no financial background to just start this and do this. No person I could talk to to say, hey, Grant, do this and this and this and this and this and this. You'll be successful. How was I going to do that? And this was so, 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 so difficult at first. And what I kind of concluded is, what I did is I started studying the most successful people in the world. And pretty much all of them have all been through something in their family lives, their personal lives, and all these different, you know, things, but all the things that they did related. And it started with first making a decision, like I said, and then changing the environment they're in and the information that they are receiving every single day. So for example, let's say you live in a rough part of town and you're young, you're in high school, you're in college or whatever the case may be. Your strategy has to be not abandon your family, not forget where you came from, but how do I get out of this environment and plant myself in an area, community, city, country, whatever, that if I execute, I can change my life and my future family's life forever. That's step one. Because no matter how much water you have, no matter how much fertilizer you got, no matter what it is, if you are not in the right soil, the plant will not grow. You have to get an environment that if you execute, doesn't guarantee success, it can change your family's life. So you make that decision. Now you figure out what is the best environment suitable for me to, to change this generational curse, change my family's life, change your personal life. Then you have to solve that problem. If money's an issue, okay, how much money do you need? Do you need $2,000, $3,000, $5,000, $1,500? Do you know someone that lives there that you can room with? How much money would that take? It doesn't matter if you got to take a minimum wage job, go be a waiter, go do anything. Heck, take a loan if you have to, figure it out. But get yourself in an environment that can change and break that generational curse. Okay, next is the information that you're receiving daily. Daily. Think about it. Why did that generational curse happen in the first place? Why did it trickle down in two, three, four, five generations? Because that behavior, that thought process was modeled. 
and it was modeled through each generation subtly to the next the next heirs of the family and it changed and it made people think that way and put those thoughts and actions into the world which created a very similar situation so we need to change that model Okay, so you figured out this new place, this new environment that's going to help breed you success. Now I want you to figure out what are you trying to break? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to be financially free and no one's ever done that in your family? Well, here's a hint. Probably you shouldn't take advice from the people that maybe modeled that situation for you. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with them, but maybe you should look elsewhere. So what I did personally is I started studying the greatest minds ever to think, the people who are making the biggest changes in the world, people who maybe went through similar things that maybe I went through or people I knew went through and, and, and studied how did they figure out how to get past that and change those things forever. Because like I said, it only takes one person. That's it. One person to change not only your life, not only your future family's life, but the family you have right now, your parents, your grandparents, your uncles, your cousins, your brothers, your sisters, just from one person. And you start filling your mind with this new information, this new data that's going to change the way that your brain processes things forever. Lastly, once you've received that new information from books, from podcasts, from YouTube channels, from whatever, different new people, anything, I want you to start implementing it into your life immediately, testing the waters, seeing what works, what doesn't work, what's better for you and maybe, you know, not so good for you. And as you're implementing those things into your life, you're going to start seeing changes happen in your life and you're going to start feeling unbelievably uncomfortable. Okay, you have to think like you're clay and a pot, like a, a potter that's molding the clay into a new version of the way you process things, literally changing your freaking who you are as a person, everything. You have to recreate yourself and start testing the waters and implementing your life. Then you have to incorporate discipline. Because if you've been modeled one behavior and that's the core version of how you were created essentially, even if you change something, you can get back that old issues that you had. So you have to be and train yourself and create a toughness and a resilience and a discipline that prevents you from ever going back to that person or to modeling those behaviors again. Now, once you model this behavior that you've created and you've learned these new things and you've implemented into your life, now it's time to go be great. Not good, not pretty good be amazing. The life that you've always hoped for, you need to create by outworking, out learning, out executing, out hustling every single person you ever know and learn every day and be great. Because let me tell you something. You may not think people are watching. You may not think that they're noticing the way you dress, the way you carry yourself, where you live, what you do. But people are always watching, especially those closest uh, closest to you, like your family and your friends and your cousins and whoever. But let me tell you something. When your sister or brother or mom or grandma or, or grandpa or uncle, whoever, 
notices that person that always thought that they could change their life and do something great. And maybe that family member doubted you and that's okay. It is what it is. When they see you really do the things that you always wanted to do and model a life of excellence, do you think it's going to change the way maybe they think about things? Do you think maybe they might want to change their lives and their family's lives? Don't sit there and try to convince them. But if their own blood said they want to do all these things and they go out and accomplish it, do you think that it's going to change the way that their family thinks and they think? Absolutely. That is how you create a culture. It only takes one. It's just like the four-minute mile, right? Scientists back in, I think it was the 60s or 70s, whenever it was broken, they said that it is scientifically impossible to break the four-minute mile. The human body is not capable of it. Until one time, one man broke the record and broke the four-minute mile. And that next year, I think over 100 people broke that same record. It's a glass ceiling. And one thing is to see somebody you know of, you're friends with, or you've seen on social media. But when you see someone that's your own kind, your blood, that has the same last name as you, that grew up in the same environment as you, breaking that four-minute mile, you suddenly start thinking, well, man, if, if they do it, I grew up with this person. I mean, they're talented, but I think, man, I think I could do something like that. And what you start thinking is possible increases. And that's all it takes. And then following that up with discipline and sticking to your guns, you have to have a sense of resilience, almost a little pissed off to put your family in a better environment and to create a life that will impact generations and generations to come. But it starts with a decision to do so. So that's it for episode 16, guys. Um, Thanks again for all the love and support. Um, I will see you guys um, next episode for episode 17. And as always, uh, make sure to subscribe and like and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you guys have any questions, any future topics you guys would like to for me to cover, feel free to message me on Instagram. My at symbol is at GrantMitt. But other than that, thank you guys so much. Hope you guys have an amazing week. Keep crushing it. And we'll see you for episode 17. Thanks, guys.